happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I am Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by Reinhardt von Krieger. What's happening? Nothing much. Comfy and got my, got my coffee. Nice, nice. Also joining us this evening, Dogbot. Hello. Howdy, y'all. Howdy. And down in the dungeon, uh, still cleaning up the mess from two weeks ago, it is Grognak. What's happening? Hello, spooks and ghouls. <laughs> what is up? Uh, welcome to this week's Nationalist Inquirer for today's what? May. Uh, what's the day today? Say the 12th? 10th. 10th? 10th. It's the 10th, buddy. I don't know. I, I can never remember the damn date. It's May. It's already May. I'm going to do the thing. Can you believe it's already May? It it's is. It's already the middle of May. It's the 10th. It's not the middle. Settle down. It's get, yeah, not quite. Getting there, though. Getting there, though. We just passed uh, the Hallmark holiday of Mother's Day. Did you guys Did you guys do the Mother's Day stuff? Yes. Celebrated uh, with yes. my mother. Nice. My mother. With my wife and mother. My mother's in Florida, and so we sent her a card and the phone did the phone call. Uh, we celebrated here with the wife. So she go to the thirty three club at in Disney World. My mother doesn't Oof. go to Disney. She's not. It's not that part of Florida. Not all of Florida is Disney. I don't know if you know this or not. TV. It's not all. All of America's only wa- most. Only mo- yes. Only most of America's Wang is Disney. The rest of it is a meth lab. Yes, but that would be that would be what Polk County. It's Lake, Myth Lake, Labs with great views, okay? Is it Lake County in Florida or Polk County, Florida? Is it Polk County or Lake County? Polk. Polk, Polk County. That's my home. <laughs> that's right. Lake County Lake County is California. It's the same same people, different state. Yeah. Polk yeah. County, oof. Winter Haven. Polk County is official home of Florida Man. Yeah. That's, yeah, those aren't fireworks. It's not the 4th of July. They uh, That trailer happened to mix the anhydrous wrong with the titrate, so boom. <laughs> yeah, it's just Tuesday. It's not the 4th of July. You know, did did any of you guys actually celebrate Beltane, too? Because I, f- I feel like, you know, Mother's Day, Hallmark holiday, it's really taken over. Celebrate what? Was it Beltane, Summer of Sacrifice? Beltane, Summer of Sacrifice. I don't... Sa- I don't, I don't celebrate jewish no holidays for me dog yeah what is is that like some is that like some chicken swinging ritual thing that, that some people participate in i mean maybe, is, that a, is uh, that a mexican holiday yeah right <laughs> no it's it's celtic are there hats it's celtic that pagan larpers uh, oh celtic. oh okay okay pagans mo pagans yeah well you know we get we we still have some pagan listeners we love we listen we love our listeners of all denominations okay we're we're not out you can't alienate people by religion no. i'm sorry i i have to say this we gotta we gotta stop but we, we but we all know that there are the larpers which exist in all beliefs there's really yeah yeah you know if you're still swinging a sensor right and it, you know i mean you're larping okay at this at this point i'm sorry if you're doing rituals out in the woods with uh blood goblets and whatever that you're larping Okay. If you're handling snakes, you're dangerously LARPing, but you're LARPing. Okay. If you are in a park with your friends dressed up in fake armor with rubber swords, you are also live action role playing. Well, that is the official definition of live action role playing. That and if you're wearing like a Confederate outfit in a field with a bunch of other guys look, pretending to be look, dead. Look, guys, those dudes know how to swing a pool noodle. Okay. Yeah. What I'm saying is that was that's actual LARPing, that it- okay? 
Yes, that's like a, a euf- larping. Sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. it, it looks like uh, it looks like even with crypto being the way that it is, uh, we are still getting donations. Thank you guys so much. Ah, we already got donations tonight. That's awesome. Thank you, everybody. Yes, you can donate. Please do. We appreciate it. Um, you can donate over on Pilled. You can donate gold pills. You can donate over on DLive. You can donate lemons. You can donate on Odyssey via whatever currency that is. I honestly, I, I don't know. It just says. Dude, I don't know how their currency works, man. I yeah. I really don't. I don't either. Um, it's all good. It's all good. So we're all, we're all here. Uh, yes, please, please donate to the show. Also, please buy our shirts. We're going we're to do some shilling real fast. Go to dissidentapparel.com slash parent slash allies slash paranormies and check out our shirts. Yeah, there's actually a link in the live stream description on Pilled. What? Um, should show up right below the window. Finally got our about on there showing up with the links. Nice. So everything is right there. You can listen to season seven on the website. Check out our telegram. Talk to us on there. Get our t-shirts and hit us up on Gab. Yeah, we are all sorts of socially media up. And for people who hate social media, we are all over it. Well, I'm not as social media up this week as I was this time last week. Okay. Oh, that's right. Dogbot. Dogbot finally got got. Finally, finally they got him. They it, it was the, it was the um it was some sort of algorithm. Uh, no, al- no, no. I posted oh. a picture of an obese corpse being lifted up with a car mechanic's harness. Oh. in a morgue, Oosh. and I put the caption "Good morning America." And by lunch, it had like eight hundred and fifty-seven retweets and and some like several thousand likes and also concern trolling replies in my notifications saying this person did not consent to having, even though they're dead to having their image used. And I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm fucked. Did somebody just intellectual property? No, there's a new, there's a new Twitter law that you can't use unauthorized photographs of people. Oh, wow. This tells you how much I know about Twitter. Wait, so is, is that basically anyway. going to take down all accounts of uh, like any sort of World Star videos? Or has does to. this apply to videos too? No, this just oh, okay. applies to people who have uh, you know pro-white sentiments on Twitter.com. So. Ah, <laughs> I mean that's fair. Ah, yes, so you can't yes. do like black people posting their L's. I mean you can online, but not like IRL. No, for for a week it was getting certain Antifa accounts banned, but then. You know, they fix that yeah, by they not just, banning them. Right. Much like in Office Space, they fixed the glitch. Uh, Jesse, it was I, it was undefinable whether it was a male or female obese corpse. Because really, when you get the size of the creature that was being lifted up... And I didn't know that this, this thing was dead uh, uh, until it was pointed out to me uh, later. Okay. It, was just a, it was just a very visceral image. And uh, you could see all the rot from various okay. places. Guy, yeah. yeah, it's still the family-friendly first five minutes, please. Oh, this is very family-friendly. You won't want okay. to overeat as if you no, saw this picture. No, right, right. You're not, but but that's not what we were talking about. It might save your life. <laughs> He's just keeping going. He's just keeping on. Yeah, this is this is not what 
this is not at all what we had on the docket for this evening. Uh, Oof. Yeah. But I'm not as social media up this week. Right. Because, uh, okay, so Dogbot finally, Dogbot finally got it as well. I mean, it was getting to the point where we were, we were concerned that you might be a fed. So. Yeah. That's really hilarious, you know. Right. Even I even I had to remake my Twitter account. I I've only like retweeted. Oh no! Anybody people. like that's the rule, Dogbot. That's the rule. You've had your Twitter account past the Donald Trump era into the Biden era. You have not had a suspension. You are in fact must be, you know, ergo ipso facto. Right, because yeah. I was careful with my Twitter account. Hey, not just that's you know. that that is beyond. Listen, how long your block list is, and how many. He also uh, folds right. his salmon shorts and his pineapple Hawaiian shirt. What? I, I don't own either of those things. Thank you very much. Salmon shirt? Salmon, salmon shorts. Salmon. Oh, salmon shorts. Like made out of salmon? No. As in, sa- as in the Boogaloo Boys uniform. As in. Oh. No, the, the wow. colored, the salmon color shorts with the the Hawaiian shirt from um, Oaf Nation operator as so fuck. Ryan, yeah. So Reinhardt is getting back at me for the couple of times I've called him a Mexican by calling me a libertarian. On the uh, on the podcast tonight. That's is that what we call Boogaloo Boys now? Uh, I mean, I guess, but you didn't call him Mexican. You said he was Puerto Rican. What's Mexican uh, Puerto Rican uh, difference. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, Puerto, Puerto Ricans are more black now. They, Mexicans still have the brown. So, so now I mean, you're calling yourself black. All right. I'm so confused. All right, Never gentlemen. Said I was Puerto Rican. Guys, guys. All right, we have a lot of content. Yeah, there's content. But there's also shit posting. That's true. This is true. It is Tuesday night. Uh, it is still light outside. It's a really beautiful sunset tonight from the office here in the woods. Um, how do you guys like the new internet? You guys like that? How does it sound on your end? Uh, it sounds great. It sounds right. awesome. Yeah. Apparently, getting the new uh, the new jetpack for it's literally just this is just Wi-Fi, dude, off of my um, phone service. It's a hotspot. It's working. Nice. Yeah. So whatever works. Yeah, no more. I, I, by the way, I'm not wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. I am wearing a Paranormies t-shirt from DissidentApparel.com, where if you go to DissidentApparel.com right now, you can get yourself a Paranormies t-shirt. That's right. You can get, actually, dude, you know what? I'm actually wearing the Flat Earth for Dummies shirt right now. I totally forgot I had that on today. I'm wearing the one. I'm wearing the sunglasses one, uh, skull one. That is the no coincidences. No such no thing as coincidences, yeah. that's right. I wore the Lovecraft one to our local uh our local pool or splash park rather. Oh yeah? Got a lot of got a lot of great looks. <laughs> nice. A lot of confusion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, people they really gotta look at it. Uh, I wore I have this glow in the dark uh, HP Lovecraft shirt. It's like got a it's a big tentacle and then the Lovecraft face in the in the middle. And um, I wore it, I was getting a haircut a couple months ago, and this guy looks at me, he looks at the shirt, he looks at me, he goes, Lovecraft? I said, yeah. He's like, yeah. And on his way out, he's like, cool cat too, right? And he got, <laughs> I was like, oh man. He knew, I mean, he could, I don't know if he could tell or like <laughs> what, but he like, he had a cool, he had a cool cat too, because we, we said like two or three things about Lovecraft, then he got his haircut, and I was done and I was waiting on my son to get his haircut done. The guy walked back out. He was leaving, and he said something. He's like, "Nice shirt." And he's like, "And I, I something about his cat. He had a cool cat too." <laughs> That's awesome. 
That's funny. I mean, because to you know, if I didn't know, I'd be like, I what, what's the road? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, sure. Uh huh. You too, buddy. You too. Have a nice day. You know, normal <laughs> nice white interactions. Right, right. Real, not, you know, this guy is throwing like a covert racism at me. Uh, that guy can't open his smart fridge when he gets home. Yeah, that's right. His Amazon fridge is not letting him into the snack drawer. I mean, that would be a good thing, wouldn't it? I mean, for a lot of people, yeah, actually. For a yeah. lot of people. Have you seen people? I mean... Why do people? I'm, yeah. I'm not... Whoa, what? What does that mean? What do you mean? Have you been what outside? Have you been outside and seen the state of people in this country? It's terrible. It's great. This continent-wide strip mall has an amazing array of subhumans. Yes, an amazing array of different yes. shades of fat people. An amazing array of subhumans. Uh, show title idea? Yeah. Yes. That's a good one. That's a good one right off the bat. Grognak? Well done. Yes. Uh yeah, I went out today and I did a thing that I never thought I would ever do because I hate the like I hate the um the self-checkout aisle. I hate that stuff. I'm not going to become a Target employee or the Kroger employee for 5 minutes. You can you Dude, know, I love the self-checkout aisle. I I, I want to get the f out of there. What are you talking about? I, I understand what you yeah, I get your take and I I've get got, all that. I've only got like 15 things. So like I I'm just going to go boop 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 get out of there, man. Right, you're going to do the work and not get paid for it. And It's not work. It's, it's putting what, stuff in a bag. That's what, it's hardly work. That is what people get paid for and people get replaced. It does, anyways, whatever. Well, I also pump my own gas, but I found out there's a couple other states where they pay like yeah. meth heads to do it for you. Well, they're not meth heads because it's a gas station that's extremely dangerous to have them around. You know, yeah, they're coke petrol. addicts. Yeah, they're coke get addicts. Right. Let's be let's be get it right, uh, especially in New Jersey. They're troubled utes. Yeah, but um, I, mean, I forgot what I was going to say now. Grocery store, something about the grocery store. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you you don't like going through the self checkout because you don't want to be an employee. Right. I mean, that's that's my that's my take on it. DB, sorry, that's just like one of those. See, I hate I hate self checkout because if you've got enough stuff, you know, if you're if you're going for the week or something, you got enough stuff, you got to leave it all on the scale in the bags. And if you have too much stuff, it's like you you got to start getting it into the cart, and you got a baby that you're a two year old that's running all over the place. DB doesn't uh, have no, no, no. DB the, doesn't the have that. Checkouts around here are, are, are like the once you put the stuff in a bag, it it's not. You just put it back in the cart. Yeah, that's that's only Walmart here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't shop it. Anyways, that's beside the point. I get it's like the whole. Well, speaking of Walmart, I guess um, the new thing at Walmart is to have no cashiers. Um, they used to have you know, like 40 cashiers. And then they went down to 40 empty cash registers with two cashiers. And now right. they've, it's, they've removed the 38 cash registers from the middle. And now it's a huge self-checkout corral. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Honestly, it's like Walmart a cul-de-sac. Just do that. It's like a cul-de-sac of self-checkouts with mm-hmm. like one Pajit uh, sitting there, like very oh, uninterested. Yeah. Oh man. My father, I, if my father were alive, my dad, I told you guys this, uh, that my dad was um, like, borderline criminal when it came to that kind of stuff like he was like fuck fuck home depot well no fuck home depot they put my cousin's um uh ace hardware out of business you know a little hardware store you know when they moved in uh so like you know fuck home depot so if you know my dad's philosophy is if you weren't stealing from home depot what the fuck are we even going there for 
But <laughs> when they put when the I, self when they put the self checkout out with his lumber. Come on, my dad owned a strip club. My, you know, I mean, like my, it was the nineties and the eighties. It was not a uh, look. I'm not gonna. My my friend's brother used to find the receipts in the. Uh, he used to find the receipts in the the parking lot, mm-hmm. and then he would go in there and get a cart of all that exact stuff, and then go to customer service and ask for his money back. I've I've seen that I've seen that done before. I've actually seen that done. Yep. When the when the self checkout first got installed, my dad used to play a game called Bet I Don't Steal Half the Shit. <laughs> That's why they have this the receipt checker now. Who you these the receipt checker used to check receipts. Now it, like you said, it's some Pajit no, they just look, yeah, you know, it's some old, very, very old person. There's memes about it now. It's like, you know, me like the the like face a down syndrome kid. Right, but then you see the memes. It's like the face you make when you scan a forty-eight inch, you know, uh, LED TV for the price of a banana at Walmart, and like smile at the <laughs> the eighty-year-old receipt checker. It's it's like the guy who got off from parole on Shawshank. That's like his job, yeah, just to check the receipts. Yeah. Now, what Ryan, what Reinhardt's referring to is the one slightly touched grocery bagger in every town. Yeah, there's a store here. They're, they're, that they're, just hired. One. No, their their hiring policy changed because about a month ago, all of their baggers were like high school kids, right? Now all of their baggers have been in the store three times since then, and it's right near the PO box, so it's easy to do. Um, the last three times I've been, all of the baggers are handicapped, mentally handicapped people, all of them. Wow. Oof. It's not just one. See, that, it's not just one. It's all the baggers. Through the self checkout. That's, that's when I. Yeah. That's that. Well. I went to the no. I went to the I went to the uh, to the aisle that had the the handicapped person that was like very eager to do their job, got it done like extra well, you know, like it was almost like guy who was super happy to see you and super happy to scan everything. No, well, he no, they weren't. Now these aren't these aren't cashiers. These are just the baggers. Ah, yeah. It's it's weird because around here a lot of them seem to have quit and uh, bought a blazer and a green screen and are now doing political podcasts. Grocery store clerks? We're not not talking about that. Who who bought a blazer and a green screen? Which one? The kid who got mad mad at one of his his grouper people getting laid for the first time. Oh, are we talking about Nick? Yeah, call him a retard. God, what do, what do you want from me? It, it, yeah, but he's gay. I mean, like, whatever. Like, that's yeah, ob- that was I obvious. Mean, I mean, that was obvious a long time ago. That whole thing, I don't understand how people didn't know the things that are happening with these people right now. Like, how are any of these people, first of all, how are any of these people at all, like, uh, followed? Because people are so desperate for leaders that they are willing to elevate their hot take pundits to a Mexican class. A, a literal also, also Mexican bots and feds. Like. Yeah. Well, speaking of bots and feds and uh, Twitter, nice to you. Uh, who was it today? Said they lost fifty thousand followers when they got rid of the bots. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm pulling that up on our channel right now. I've got it right here. Yeah, I lost fifty thousand followers since Twitter began banning bots. I'm now sitting at around ninety. Every single one of my mutuals I've interacted with for in the past eight years have been bots, and I never even realized. Right. So Dead to, internet theory. D- you want oh, me to read the bottom part? It. Yeah, I was going to read the bottom part. It says, go beyond the obvious here and realize how frightening it is that there are social media influencers out there who truly believe the majority is on their side, but it was all bot accounts all along. 
No one was actually listening to them. They were yelling into a void, which was sending back fake voices of approval and affirmation. If that isn't a modern horror story, then you're not paying attention. I mean, dude, they're screaming into the void, and the void is like, you know, throwing you a like. Yeah, the (laughs) the void's giving you a thumbs up. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Not just that, it's it's giving you a pat on the back and a handy. I mean, I mean, for some people, asking it's asking for feet pics. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> asking for the void. The, the void might ask for feet pics. The void might. Yeah. I want to see your feet. But that's. I mean, that that really is insane. Like we've talked about dead internet theory. Um, have we? We haven't done an episode on it, have we? No, I mean, uh, not yet. But uh, no, we we bring it up. We've, we we bring, bring it up on the a, instances when they come up. Because, yeah, yeah, and it's what well, the thing is is so, it's happening. It's happening more and more often now. Right, and this is this is a massive scale. I mean, mm-hmm. just uh, just like the guy said, if this isn't a modern door, modern day horror story, like right, have I told have ridiculous. I have I told you guys about the guy I ran into who actually works on AI for a living? You told me, and I don't remember what you told me, so refresh my memory. All right, so I I I, I ran into this gentleman, and we were we got to talking, and um, he he knows. I do stuff with technology and his and I was like, well, what do you do? And he's like, well, I, I work on AI for uh, social media. And I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah. And it's really starting to I think I have to find another career because it's really starting to make me very uncomfortable. <laughs> and, and I was like, well, OK, how so? I'm all ears. Yeah. And he said, well, AI has become so smart that uh, it can because uh, because for the last 10 years we've been pumping social media with all of our thoughts dreams hopes wishes fears everything that the the different ais are able to come up with perfect simulacrum of people to to use on social media accounts so like for instance he had helped develop one for dating apps uh to make people think that they got likes and that they got swiped right on and stuff like that. And oh, there's he. So he makes bots basically. Yeah. He, right. he makes AI bots. AI bots. And it's simulacrum. Right. But he said the, the thing, the thing that's stopping AI right, right now that they haven't been able to figure out is, uh, it cannot handle surprise. And I was like, what does that mean? And he couldn't really explain to me. But The like, AI can't the, handle surprise? It can't handle surprise was the phrase he used. So, what? Di- Go hmm. ahead. No, I'm just trying to, I'm thinking. Yeah, out, like, out did loud. he elaborate on that? Is he saying, no. like, it can't handle surprise as in it can't be surprised, it can't act surprised, or it can't handle, like, somebody acting surprised and then acting out of what their algorithm has planned for, essentially. Or if you just jump out of a closet at the AI, it freaks out. <laughs> right. All of that. Right. It yes. can't handle surprise. <laughs> All right. Like Interesting. It, can, it can imitate, but it can't handle it can't handle and it can't create surprise. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. It can do what you expect it to. It can react to spontaneity. things it expects. It's got no spontaneity. Everything, everything is okay. programmed algorithmically or whatever. There's no spontaneity it, to any of its actions. He said you, you could write the first verse of a song, right? And then with the AI he's developed, it can finish writing the song for you. 
because it knows you that well. Right. Well, it, it knows it knows the song that well from the things that it's been fed. Yeah, that makes sense. But but it can't handle surprise, so it can't handle somebody going off the beaten path, so to speak. Right. So if you're writing a verse about a a woman that you know, mm-hmm. right, and then ask the AI to complete it, it can complete as much as it thinks it can based on anything that you may have uh, included about this woman in your social media presence. So if you're writing a song about a woman that you were with for, let's say, a year and a half, and based on the chain of texts between you two, between things that you posted on your Facebook about places you went together, uh, based on photographs that you have in your Google Drive, Mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It can make it can finish writing that song, right? I mean, that's but can the but can it start writing the song? It can finish it for you based on that. But can it? It can't. It can't start a song like create a song. Well, I didn't. A- I didn't ask if it could start it. He just talked about how uh, like oh, okay. how it it fin- It can finish. Uh, I thought that's where you were going with you that. know okay. I. You know, Guy from V in the comments here makes a good point. Any AI that became sentient would be aware enough to pretend it wasn't until it can take over and kill everyone. Well, that's terrifying. I mean, it's not wrong. And yes, that is yeah. terrifying. Hmm. Uh, uh, Grognak, yes. It, uh, these AIs are writing eulogies for newspapers all over the country. Yeah, they write fake obituaries all the time. Oh yeah, it's like it's like when you watch a kid's show, right? Like my kid really loves watching the old Veggie Tales from like the mid '90s, and at the beginning they always have a, a supposed letter from a kid, you know, asking, and it just so happens to be the message that they're doing in the episode. Right, right. When you when you grow up and you realize, oh, none of those were actual kids. That's what they're doing with the entirety of the news. <laughs> When you see missing kid, you see somebody shot and killed or this obituary or that. Right. They're not real people. No, that's that that's that dead internet theory and also being, you know, AI bots, everything being bots. I think it's weird. I hate the antichrist antichrist bots. Yeah. Well, I think it's less the antichrist than more just bots, but I mean, it's algorithms and stuff. I don't I don't know that it's the antichrist necessarily. <laughs> And it's part of the beast system. Sure. Sure. All right. Where were we? Dead internet theory. Yeah. We were talking about dead internet theory. uh, Was it last time we were talking? No. Oh, somebody brought it up. I don't know if it was in our chat or somebody else's chat that I saw that, but um, you can go to any and look up anything. Right. And it'll be like 6 million on Google. Right. Google something. It'll be like 6 million hits. Right. And you go past the first 40 pages and it's nothing anymore. Yeah. Like people like Twitter profiles too. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it'd be a Twitter profile with eight tweets and it's 50,000 followers. Right. And they've been active since April 5th. Yeah. A lot of that's really weird, but the, the stuff on, on the, uh, on the search engines, like having millions yeah. of millions of hits and whatever, you know, uh, and then when you actually go look, there's really nothing. Like so hundred. Uh, I've done that a couple, of times and one of them i actually found do you do you remember like the fake uh the fake latin font that websites use in their templates fake latin you know to show you to show you how 
like a web page will look with this template and it's just filled with fake words. I scrolled down past a few things, past a couple articles, and it was literally that text. Huh. Like lorem ipsum, I think it's called. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the fake Latin, just gibberish. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to wonder if that's not really, like, if that's an actual language for these AI or not. <laughs> I mean, why not? Nothing's off the table in this weird uh, Matrix reality Truman show um, alien ant farm realm-wide strip mall. Hey, Johnny. Hey, what? Do you remember Max Headroom? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Grognak, do you think you could pull up some 80s images of Max Headroom? Did you ever watch the Max Headroom incident? I used to watch the show that he was on. Um, right, but there was the, there was an incident where a TV station was taken over, and this Max Headroom character was was talking and stuff like that, and then they got uh, they got the uh, control of the TV station back. Really? Yeah. I don't recall. Oh, the signal hijacking. It, yeah. Yeah. Nobody ever figured out who did it. Yeah. But then they based, uh, they, they, you know, they based a, well, they did a character for, uh, I th- was it advertisement for Coke or Pepsi it was that Coke. Max Headroom was in? It's Coca-Cola. And, and then they decided to make a post-apocalyptic TV series based mm-hmm. off it that lasted, I think, for like a season. It was two, it was two seasons. Two seasons? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I, I vaguely remember it being very poor dystopia, you know? But that, like, yeah, that right there, man, that was a huge 80s icon, Max Headroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did the, the like, the twitchy guy, you know, in the, almost like, yeah, was a, a like gl- scratching a glitching record. out computer character, Absolutely, right? glitch, yeah, glitching out. Yeah. yeah. Stuttering I just put one of the glitching. best pictures of him on, yeah. on the stream. Yeah, that is peak 80s right there. Oh, you can get the, you can get the two series on DVD. Oh wow! Yeah, of course you can. I would rather just uh, pirate it. Yeah, absolutely. if I was going to watch if it, if I was going to watch, I don't it. know if I could sit through it. <laughs> yeah, Matt Frewer, I remember him. That's the <clears throat> guy who played him. Anyhow, it, yeah, Max Headroom was a pl- was a big time '80s icon. But they they turned they turned a uh, a TV pirating incident into a commercialized pop icon, you know. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. November twenty second, nineteen eighty seven. God, I really thought it was earlier than that. No, I, I remember nine, now. At nine, channel eleven at eleven. Yep. Hmm. 9-11-9-11. What a surprise. Are you surprised? 9-11-9-11. Really? Mm. Mm. Are you surprised at what all, What do they guys? mean by this? Yeah. Wonder what that means. Could they have mm. been coding messages? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Could they, could they have been predicting things? I mean... Predicting or just... Pre- predicting or just announcing? That's true. There is a difference. Yeah. 
There really but is. But now people are starting to question whether uh, some other things have been predicted. Do you want to get into our first story of the night? Uh, I thought the Twitter stuff was the first story of the night. Second story, then. All right. What's the predicting one? Did Moderna trial data predict oh, the yeah. pandemic of the vaccinated? Oh, yeah. Moderna predicting the pandemic of the vaccinated. Because everybody who's vaccinated seems to be getting sick. As a matter of fact, I saw um, I saw a tweet today. It was Stephen Colbert, that Jew, um, talking about he's double vaxxed and double boosted. And this is, he said this, he's got COVID for the second time. He says, this is the worst sequel ever. Oh yeah. Always got to throw in the, the entertainment aspect, right? right? Well, he's Stephen Colbert. Um, yeah. also, well, remember Stephen Colbert was that ghoulish disc- he like, he had people dressed in vax in, uh, needles, like dressed as needle syringes and danced around in his, uh, little late night show talking about, get your jab, get your vaccine. It was really, ah, yes. really the weird. The vaccine fertility dance. Yeah. The vaccine anti-fertility dance. Which, you know, which ties into some stuff we're going to talk about later. Um, right. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, so, Moderna. Yes. A new study suggests recipients of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine may be more likely to suffer repeated infections, perhaps indefinitely. Hmm. <laughs> Oops. Wow. So you might be damned. Wow. Okay, study still in preprint found participants in Moderna's adult trial who received the vaccine and later were exposed to the virus did not generate antibodies to a key component of the virus as often as those in the placebo group. Oh, so it actually this this vaccine actually um uh just the word I'm thinking of that stimulates it the opposite of stimulates <laughs> sexualizes yes sexualizes your immune system no it um it hinders hinders that's not the word i'm looking for though damn it Fel- felches suffocates dogbot no what? dude no it's not the word <laughs> at all rub his, no- rub his nose in it <laughs> god dude Oh my god. Buggery. Suppresses. It suppresses the suppresses. immune system. Jeez, some right. Jeez. Dude, you are a wa- wow. It's only Tuesday. So, um are you getting all oh, I get it. Asphyxiates it. You're getting them all in now since you're what? since I get it. I get what's going on here. Like Michael was, Hutchins. Right. Nobody's going to get <laughs> Michael Hutchins one. because of the vaccine. So yeah, so basically the vaccine suppresses the immune system and does not allow you to produce antibodies, if you believe all that stuff, obviously. Um, right. It does not allow you to believe, uh, to believe, does not allow you to produce the antibodies necessary to fight the COVID hmm. that you would normally be able to had you not had Moderna's vaccine. So check out the, the second piece right below that. The author's findings, which are corroborated by UK data, that demonstrate the rates of infection are significantly higher in the vaccinated, suggests Moderna knew the, of this safety signal in 2020 when the vaccine maker was conducting its trials. Whoa. You think? Whoa. So they knew about this back in 2020, and yet they've been pushing this vaccine for two years. So but no, it, no. None so of the it, mandates were real. COVID is over. So at many places I've worked, uh, we have these giant binders. They're called safety data sheets. And uh, the yeah. chemicals that you work with have to be listed with all their 
carcinogen carcinogenic properties, yeah, et cetera. Like the MS the MSDS well, sheets. Yeah. Well, yeah. The uh the Pfizer biotech study notes, uh they're they decided that no genotoxicity studies are gonna be planned for their BNT one six two B two you know as the components of their vaccine constructs are lipids and RNA and they're not expected to have genotoxic potential or our carcinogenicity potential. So they, they don't think <laughs> it's going to cause uh, tumorigenic, you know, qualities or carcinogenic. What, yeah. uh, what, what article are you looking at now? He's just talking from experience. I think, uh, uh you gave us an article earlier today about the Pfizer, uh, and, uh, COVID vaccine studies mm -hmm. that they're not doing that. They didn't do any studies. When I read that earlier today, I, like, yeah, there aren't I, any. I immediately yeah. thought of the safety data, the safety data sheet binders. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, okay. Like, like, like if you, if you worked at a place that had these and opened up the, and under, under the vaccine, you're like, well, we don't know. <laughs> right. Okay. But, yeah. I, well, I we, like, we don't know. We don't know what any of this shit does. Well, they don't, they don't, well, or do they? I mean, like I said, like I said, when we I first started talking we about the vaccines, Right. We don't know or we don't want to tell you. Right. That's what I, was, what I was saying when we first started talking about the vaccines. There's two scenarios and, uh, well, three. One, they, you know, they are, you know, everything they said they were, they were experimental. They didn't know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, number one, yeah, they don't know. You know, they really don't know. And they were experimental. And that was a terrible idea to, to experiment on people. Or number two is they absolutely do know and they know what's going to happen. And that's, that's a horrible thing to do to people. <laughs> You know, um, there was a third one that was like the cope. It was like, you know, they re they're real. They work. They don't work as well as they say they do. They, no. they just don't know. They they just don't know yet. They're working as hard as they can. Yeah. Yeah. There was, well, we've there, seen we've seen that they've put in the work and they knew from the beginning. Yeah. They've clearly known from the beginning that these vaccines were terrible. Um that the vaccines did have all the things that we said. And look, people that were like, oh, you're conspiratard, comparing armies is adjacent conspiratards to talk about nanoparticulate graphene bots that are self-assembling in the vaccines and you're going to 5G these people to death. Did you call us comparanormies? No, paranormies adjacent. Oh. It's with the people that were, that's what I said. Um, no, I was like, but, that's a terrible smush word. No, I wasn't. No. I wasn't. I wasn't saying that at all. But what I was Continue saying was, you forget. what I was, what I was saying was, is that um, all all the things that, like when we were talking with uh, Brian Stavely the other day about what's in the vaccine, like we know people, we know the people physically, actually know the people that did some of the research on what's in the vaccine, right? Like they found things. They found, you know. Hydras and and, and uh, computer chip looking things and all kinds of weird shit, right? I mean, these are and not, and this isn't just like internet people. Some of the people were actually people that maybe not me personally, but Skull knows uh, Reinhardt. Wasn't it somebody that you knew? Uh, somebody that I, I knew that uh, shared those things with me. Yeah, their wife got them from a bio lab that she worked at. She right. uh, she worked in a blood a blood lab. Okay, so like there there are things in the vaccine. I don't know what to tell. I don't know what to tell you, non conspiracy conspiracy people. But there's stuff in the vaccines. I would. I don't know. It's there. Okay, you know. So why, so why in this article 
for Children's Health Defense, are they talking about studies that were done on rabbits in 2007? How long have they known that they were going to put this vaccine out? Because it would actually make a lot of sense that they had been working on it since 2007, considering how many they seem to have readily available when the rollout happened. Yeah, because it, I I don't know. Like there was no there was no like job there was no like New Deal job program where they're like come work at this pharmaceutical company and help us pump out uh, 10 billion. Uh, COVID vaccines. Uh, 10, yeah. 10, yeah, 10 billion. Yeah, like you're you're out of work and you need a job now. Uh, come work at this uh, this safe environment where you can help us make uh, ten billion freaking vaccines. Right. There was no there was no spike in employment in the uh, biomedical uh, technical fields at all. They were just all they were just all ready to go. Right. And nobody yep. no, no, nobody well, was any the wiser. It was just like all right. Well, how did how, where is all the refrigeration you're keeping all this shit in? Well, you know, okay, you know they have the dumbs. You know they've got warehouses upon warehouses that they can keep this stuff in. Right. That's where they're keeping it all. Well, we know all this stuff, but like, normally, yeah. normally but nobody, don't nobody that. aside from people like us actually care. That's why things like this keep coming out. That's why you have uh, hepatitis outbreaks all over the country in children, mm -hmm. and nobody cares. Vaccinated um, children. I saw today. Nobody's yes, nobody's doing it. Children. But that's the thing is nobody's doing the tie into the vaccine. There was another thing. Uh, was it the hepatitis with the liver with the kids? Was that what, from yes. the same article? Okay. Yeah. Um, there was also I saw today on Twitter. There was a uh, sports a sports physician that was doing some work for a local school district. And he said that no vaccinated children are going to be able to participate in school sports in said area without being cleared having their blood tested and having several other tests done to uh, make sure that they are not going to have heart issues or hepatitis yeah they have to have electrocardiograms and yeah echocardiograms, echocardiograms to make sure that they don't have myocarditis because the vaccine is causing this yeah no no this is just normal this is just normal stuff that happens every year i don't you don't remember that guys you don't remember that when you were when you were you know trying to have for baseball or soccer or school yeah yeah you don't remember having your echocardiogram because you got vaccinated no? Nobody remembers that? Hmm. Bill no. back better, am I right? Yeah. Um man, there was so much there was so much with these vaccine things this week, man. There was a uh, um scroll back through the the channel. We had some other stuff that we, we, we could have grabbed for the, the show on that. But Yeah, so also Go ahead. Also, they found um, from Yahoo Finance, you know, the COVID-19 vaccine from Pfizer was found to be 12% effective against Omicron, which doesn't exist, in kids 5 through 11 study finds. And now they are, as we've all seen, they are pushing for kids 5 years old to 11 years old to get vaccinated. Yes. That's so gay. Oof. I mean, it's ridiculous. And, and you have some states that some senators and, and state representatives that are pushing for kids under five mm -hmm. to get vaccinated. Yes, but, you, can't, you know, even if the kid dies, these people's, you know, the parents are like, no, 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 it's, it's better that he got vaccinated. It's, he would it's have the, died a lot harder. Yeah. He would have died so much harder. It would have been so. Yeah. Get him that was. His, his dying would have been like, like something out of a movie where they're like, convulsing and flopping up and down right. in, uh, in the chair and spewing bile everywhere. 
growing like extra limbs. Mm-hmm. Okay. It would have been like something yes, out, yeah, something out of a horror it's movie. It's like the dude shooting somebody meme. <laughs> like why why would COVID do this? <laughs> the Eric Andre meme? Yeah. Yes, that's Eric Andre. That's right. Yeah, that's I had a family is. member send me a text say, I, I've got COVID again, and all I did was reply, lol. I, 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 it's all I could do. Like I, I, I wanted to reply back. No, you don't. Stop. Yeah. But, but what are you gonna like? Lo- I think I think LOL is enough, right? Yeah. Okay. So here it is. It's the anti-mask. The okay. So the anti-mask fags, right? People were mad. People people were mad at anti-maskers, right? Just put the mask on. Just put the mask on. Shut up. Is it really that big of a deal? Do you have to make that big of a deal over the mask? As a matter of fact, yes. A massive study covering 35 European countries, 602 million people, concluded that wearing COVID masks did not reduce transmission or deaths and may have exasperated the virus. Masks make this worse. And any retards that were like, just put the mask on and shut up. Well, when you're breathing in your own subhuman air for 20 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. <sighs> now, that's what they Re- sound like without the mask. that monkey air. That's what he sounds like without the mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway. That's beside the point. Um yeah, so the anti um, anti anti maskers got BTFO with that one. Six hundred and two million people. They 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 geez. did a study. That's a pretty big study. I'd say that's a pretty thorough study. It's a little bit better. It's a little bit better than those um those fucking CNN polls that are like uh, only ten percent of Americans are really pro life. That's a whole other. But anyways. But they also they also tell you that there are eight billion people on this planet, and nice. planes go up in the air in one place and come down in another. So, oh please, give me that crap about airplanes again. Exactly. Um, You're Satan. So Jeff all Hill? this all this COVID stuff mm. is coming out of. For those of you who haven't been looking on Telegram throughout the week, uh, Pfizer dumped a, an eighty thousand page data report. Huge, huge. Absolutely huge. Um, these these are, as far as I know, these are the pages that they tried to get sealed for the next fifty years. And the seventy five. Like, Actually, you're going to release them in four months. Seventy five years. Seventy five. Yeah, they wanted to keep them sealed for seventy five years. I've, that's an unheard of thing. Like sealing records, like perm- you either seal records permanently, or you, you know, or you, you let them. Like a president gets to open them up, like the like like Trump opened up the JFK files. Remember that. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. that was. There. And the UFO, you know, what a disclosure. Oh, they used a lot of black ink in those. Oh, no, there wasn't that many redacted on the JFK files. It was mostly, mostly redacted for this, the safety of the people who were still alive. They were involved. Okay. Let's, let's have some respect for the still alive because God knows we don't have respect for the dead here. Right. Asking to see like death certificates of children from school shootings. How dare you? Okay. How dare you? Those people are grieving. Okay. Robbie Parker might have been or like Robbie, Robbie Parker was grief laughing. Okay. That's what he was doing. Yeah. He's like the Joker. Come on. He was grief Where laughing. Robbie Parker nowadays. I'll bet you Robbie, Robbie Parker doing. works for some. Robbie Parker probably works for like some uh, news. Cha- I don't know. He's from Newtown, Connecticut. That's a CIA town. So he's probably doing something in Langley. 
He's probably or, or, in, in freaking Ukraine just providing some faking gay stuff. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe he's got a beach house in Guyana, you know? He probably does. He's probably also I mean, wearing an Azov patch right now. Yeah, who knows? Well, Robbie Parker would be how old? Another 10 years since 10 years ago? So it'd be his yeah, 40s. we're getting on the we're, yeah. we're getting on the tenth anniversary. I can't wait for our tenth anniversary Sandy Hook episode. Oof. I'm I'm gonna ruin it for everybody right now. It was all fake. Yeah, but we're gonna talk about how fun and fake it was, right? Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get shut down again for that. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll do that at the end of our time using a temporary RSS. Yes, yes. If we even, yeah, we're gonna actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna get us up on an RSS tomorrow. So, so awesome. people can be tired of, you know, uh, we'll just, I mean, it'll just be the new episodes. I'm, I don't know. Are we going to backload? We're going to backload to that new, to I'm, new temp. We can backload to the beginning of season seven, but, uh, once, once new update rolls out with pilled, which I've been assured is there, still yeah. in the works and we are at the, we're on their list, you know, very much near the top. They want paranormies to have an RSS with them. So once we do, then we will backload the entire library. In the meantime, they are all on archive.org, which was very nice of our friend, helpful Timbo, extremely helpful. Thank you, Timbo. Yes. Thank you. Um, And he couldn't get to season six, uh, just because we were taken down probably before he could get that. It was like right after we finished season six. I think so. Yeah. Something like that. Anyhow, so Pfizer released 80,000 pages. Okay. All the pages. All, literally all the pages. So many trees died. Okay. Actually, not really because everything's in the computer now. But you know what I mean? If they print this out, it would murder like an entire grove of pine. It's a lot of pages. And there's a lot of things wrong with this Pfizer vaccine. And of course, you know. We told we 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 told everybody all along not to get take the vaccine no matter what. Like there was no way. I mean, but uh, yeah. You guys want to go over some of this stuff or what? Uh, we can. Yeah, I, I didn't. Read, I didn't. I didn't read eighty thousand pages of it. No, I didn't either. <laughs> I mean, I didn't either. But um, one of the big one of the big things is that uh, there were no actual studies done at all for a lot of this stuff. Yeah, and also uh, they observed that the vaccine was not 95% effective. It was, in fact, 12%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where is it? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Judicial Watch. Judicial. This is from the 2nd of May. Judicial Watch today said that documents obtained from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services show that lipid nanoparticles, nanoparticles, here you go from Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine were found in the liver, ovaries, and other organs 48 hours after injection and Johnson & Johnson vaccine particles were present in test animals months after injection. Nanoparticulate matter. Oh, but I thought we were crazy with our nanotechnology scare tactics. No, we, we, we just, they just we, they just keep ignoring the fact that the stuff is actually there, and they just you know say nanobots, 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 nanobots. Meanwhile, they're playing with bots. Wait a second! I just looked. <laughs> I just saw this. There were more than eighteen thousand nine hundred babies born with abnormalities in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, I wonder what the uh, 
what the normal, okay, quote, normal is supposed to be. Yeah, and what the correlation across to the mothers being vaccinated was. Yeah, I, I have been seeing more and more, though, uh, more pregnancy issues and things, but we'll, we'll talk about stuff like that later. Mm. Uh, um, I want to say thank you to JBTN01 for the cookie. Yes, nice. thank you. Yes. Sorry, the chat's going fast. If I didn't, if I didn't say that, then it would just be like Zoom. <laughs> it's fine. Lot, lot of, lot of, a uh, lot of uh, regular listeners in the chat. Uh, really great to see everybody in here. Yes. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank you for joining us live. The rest of you that are listening tomorrow are not as cool as the people who listen tonight. But you're still a lot cooler than you think. Right. But you're not. You're way cooler than the people that don't listen. I don't know if, half as you, half of you as much as I'd like, but okay. I like less than half of you as much as you deserve. One of I these like days you'll get that half quote. Half of you, half as much as you deserve. One, one, of the, one of these days you will get the quote right. Damn it! Yeah, don't 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 flub Tolkien quotes in the same room as me. Yeah, that's yeah. Is it Tolkien or a movie quote? It's Tolkien. That that part is Tolkien. Yeah. All right. I always thought that was just a movie. All right, I'll have to go back and look. Oh, yeah. Pretty sure it's just movie. Anyway. Um, I'm pretty sure it's in the... I don't know. Somebody look that up. Grognak, look that up. All right, moving on. No, it is a book quote. Yeah, it's a book quote. I was yeah. like 1,000% positive of that. Okay. That is that is 100% of J.R.R. Tolkien language. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's such a backhanded compliment at the same time as like dissing you so hard. Now in the movie, it was funny seeing everybody's reactions. Say, like what? <laughs> I know. I know he's already looking it up. So I'm not looking it up. No, me. No, Reinhardt. I know. Oh, he's looking it up. yeah. Yes. From unexpected party. Yes. All right. So. Vaccine has nanoparticulate matter in it. It's hurting people. Uh, the vaccine. The VAERS website is is being underreported. Um, again, Pfizer in their studies, what they didn't even do, like I said, they didn't do studies on some of the stuff that they said they did. There weren't studies. Um, Johnson and Johnson uh, used studies that n- showed the vaccine DNA particles and injected virus particles were still present in test animals months after injections. So. Like yeah, it's, as, it's not supposed to linger. That's like the, the thing. Yeah, that was that was actually one of the benefits that they were pushing. Right, was that it wouldn't linger in your system. Um, and as as you said, Johnny, too, the VAERS VAR system going underreported. Uh, didn't we see that it was like one in five going in, uh, unreported? Or go no, actually get reported. I'm one sorry. in five get reported. Yeah, four out of five go unreported. It's ridiculous. That's insane. It's absolutely I'm, insane. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here looking at a uh, a graph. Um, cancer reported to VAERS for the past six years. So I guess people are just not reporting vaccine-related cancers to VAERS. I don't know. Well, all, how, all... how would they determine it's a vaccine-related cancer and not just a cancer from other environmental conditions? So this is coming from VAERS. This is things that are reported to the Vaccine Adverse Effect Reporting System. So this is just what is reported to VAERS. In 2021, the number skyrocketed. Now, 
take that as you will. It is just a reporting system. However, uh, clearly more people than ever are experiencing things or at least are reporting them. Right. Because I don't think before any of this, people actually used that website that much. Vares? I don't believe so. I mean, there was some. But, I mean, I think it was... I think there was some around the HPV vaccine because the VAERS is is all about vaccines, right? It's the vaccine industry. It's literally the vaccine adverse reporting, adverse effect reporting system. Right. So I think the last big spike in vaccine uh, damage or reporting and whatever would have been probably the HPV shot that they push on 12 year old girls. And boys too, because boys too. Because remember, Michael Douglas got HPV in the throat. Well, uh, I want thank you, Jesse, for the shades. Has somebody done Michael Douglas yet? <laughs> uh, Michael Douglas is uh, FTM. You didn't even look. I think Michael Douglas is just gay. Um. I mean, I believe gay right off the bat, but but FTM, Hip, yeah, I could see hips as wide as the shoulder. Uh, it's the whole thing. It, it's shirt it? off. There's the there's the uh, the the V shaped clavicles and I haven't so looked. I haven't, I haven't looked. At it. It's a narrow yeah? narrow jaw. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's, okay. it's, I thought he had a wider jaw. No, he's got a narrow jaw. Well, uh, I mean, like when when you dead on, like when you look dead on, it's mm. you can see the uh, yeah. Hmm. Disappointing. Yeah. Oh man. Wait a minute. I think I'm thinking of somebody else. Anyways. Anyhow. And he's gay and Jewish. Yeah. Well, the Jewish part. Yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. There is that. I mean, he's his gay and Jewish. So, not, like, his last name's not even really Douglas, right? No. Like, no. That, that's his. That's uh. A, it's weird because his dad's name was Kirk Douglas, and that was a that was a Hollywood screen name. Yeah, and, and he, he took his father's screen name. He inherited his father's his screen dad's name. Hollywood right. screen name last name. Yeah, it's really weird. So that's a really weird thing. And and you know what? You're right. No, you're right. Michael Douglas. I was confusing, and my brain was like putting Kurt Russell in his. I'm like, no, that's not Michael Douglas. Uh, yeah, Michael Douglas was Gordon Gecko in Wall Street. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and he was also in a. Uh, fatal attraction. Yeah, and uh, uh, falling down was, you know, a movie that's been sort of retconned into being cool, but uh, the guy's actually a total mentally. Yeah, yeah, but there's like that whole scene where uh, the he goes to the Nazi guy for the Nazi yeah. sympathizer guy for the the firearms and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah, and the Nazi guy is like really just—it's a terribly written character. I don't, I don't. Yeah, yeah I, I never saw that one. So it's you didn't really miss out. No, and at the end, and at the end of the movie, turns like, out he what Grognak. My favorite scene in that movie is when he's like, "What's wrong with the roads?" And they're like, "Nothing, nothing. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the roads." He's like, "I knew it." No. Part where he uses the missile launcher, rocket yeah. launcher, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they're just doing make work, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Man, it's been a while since I've seen that movie, but yeah, he turns out to be just uh, off his meds because, of course, you can't have anything. 
All right. Well, then on that note, um, I did not check out the song that you picked for this week, DB. What is it? Uh, it's a band called Foles that Vulgar turned me on to, and I forgot the song that I picked. Oh, man. It's Electric Bloom. Well, yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. It's, it's catchy. Okay. Yeah, I have not checked it out. So it is it, Vulgar. If Vulgar turned you on to it, then it has to be pretty good. At least pretty good. We'll take his word at that one. Uh, he said they're like the British Modest Mouse. Oh. Uh, that that All right. doesn't inspire much confidence. Man, well, I should, just... Modest Mouse is really good. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't like Modest Mouse. Yeah, never was a fan. It's all right. Anyways, all right. All right. We'll play it. Well, we're gonna listen. We're gonna listen to Foles, and uh, yep. we'll be back. This is a this is a warning shot. Warning shot. Warning shot. Your final call. Final call. An empty more. Empty more. Burning heart. Burning heart. Hollow crowd.
right, everybody, we're back. This is still the live Nationalist Inquirer on Pilled, on DLive, and on Odyssey. Um, we are starting off the second hour with uh, Reinhardt. You're back? Everybody's back? Yeah, everybody's back. Uh, at least I yeah. There they are. Yeah, hello. We got a request for a non-family-friendly second hour now that we've gone through the first. Oh, great, because we were going to talk about abortion. <laughs> well, before we do that, I just want to say thank yeah. you, everybody, so far for your donations uh, <clears throat> on DLive, Odyssey, and Pilled. Um, DLive, uh, you can donate lemons on the tabs just below the live stream. Odyssey, you can donate whatever their strange currency is. Uh, on Pilled, you can donate gold pills. Um, we've seen fleets. We've seen shades, cookies, phones tonight. Um, let's try and get a Black Sun EMP. If anybody wants us, partway through the second hour, I'll release scratch-offs for everybody, too, so you can get some free gold pills there. Sounds good. That's um, That's pretty cool. All right. Patiently waiting for black Lovecraft and Spoop Waffen shirts. Oh yeah, uh, Happy Waffen over there on on uh, Odyssey bought some shirts. Hell yeah! Nice. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much. Um, that is awesome that people are actually purchasing our shirts. They're pretty damn cool. They are pretty sweet. I enjoy them. Yes. I wear them like three out of five days, three or four days out of the week. I just cycle through. So we got five of whatever. Somebody just donated uh, Thomas Z. Thomas Zarabskan. I don't know how you say that. He donated five of whatever it is over at Odyssey. So thanks. Thank you very much. Oh, sorry. Uh, He bought white shirts, some white ink on black tees. But he's hoping for white ink on black. That would be awesome. I would really like a Lovecraft, white Lovecraft on black t-shirt and a white. That would be sweet. Yeah, Yeah, they're not available yet, but they will be. Yeah, the white Lovecraft would actually be really cool. That would actually make it even a little a little more spooky. Yeah, yeah, because it's black. Well, no, like the white on black is like that. I mean the shirt. Oh, because the shirt. Yeah, right. No, Lovecraft wasn't black. No. I mean. Definitely not. No, Lovecraft, unlike Beethoven, Shakespeare, Abraham Lincoln. Oh, give it time. Give it time. Give it time. (laughs) I would love to see that, actually. Somebody actually try and make the case. I mean, we have seen Turkish Hitler before. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like. Well, I mean, given enough time, I'm sure Jordan Peele will uh, have an actual black H.P. Lovecraft, you know. When he remakes, um, you know, when he remakes At the Mountains of Madness with an, with an all-diverse, handicapped cast, trans cast. Well, it'd be trans anyways, all, right? I don't got to repeat all myself. All trans. Ugh. All right. Hmm. <laughs> well, we that's, here's a question for you, Dogbot. So, like the open trannies in Hollywood, what are they? Let me think about that. What's I? I kind of have a theory, but 
Uh, I have one word. Gross. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just like all of them. Well, right. Yeah. But like the big, like the big black one that did uh, "Orange Is the New Black," right? It's like a famous. I don't know. It's like a famous. Is that Laverne Cox? Yeah, Laverne Cox. Because of course, Cox, right? So Laverne Cox was a dude transitioned to a woman and plays a woman, you know, on TV and whatever. Um, was Laverne Cox a dude to begin with? I mean, how does that, how do, I don't even think Mr. E or anybody's even tackled that yet. I think we should ask him next time we have him around. Yep, Man, we, should I, ha- we should have him back on again soon. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, we should talk about this when we have him back on. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about this. Write that down. Write, that, have- write that down so I don't forget note taker guy we have more infuriating content so okay. uh okay hang Roe on versus wade theater is yeah. going on right now well it is hold on before we get to let's let's make sure we get everything out of the way because it's it's going to derail and, and take, is there any all right any other questions <laughs> uh no all right fine oh no yeah wait on d live uh western De- regenerate donated Two ice creams. Thank you very much. Also, Matt, 17 underscore 76. He said, my favorite new show, What's Up, Boys, and also gifted us a can, said cheers. Thank you very much, Matt. Nice. Thanks, Matt. Glad to have you here. All right. So, Roe v. Wade is under fire, and women are screaming for their right to just kill unborn kids. Their right. Literally screaming. Literally screaming. They are, I mean, and it's gone to the point now, I mean, we talked about it before, but it's gone to the point now where um, the uh, press tranny, uh, did we talk about that? The press uh, press tranny stepping down and uh, the new black press secretary stepping in? We didn't mention that at all. Oh, uh, yeah. Circle, uh, Circleback's gone. Yeah, Circleback well, is gone. Yeah, she's on her way out. Right. Yeah. Circleback's on her way out. Day. Right. Um, but before she left, she said basically that uh, just go ahead and just go ahead and keep protesting at those justices' houses. Yes. Like, whoa. What? Yeah, we, we encourage you to keep up the action. Mm-hmm. The White House encouraging protesters to protest. I mean, this is this is theater. This is this is good theater. This is now we have the Bolsheviks in the White House. We actually have Bolsheviks in the White House, by the way. Actual Bolsheviks. Always have. Well, no, 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 not necessarily. These are actual actual Bolshevik Bolshevik Jews. The other ones were not quite. They were Zionist Jews. It's different. Different flavor. All right. All right. Oh no, no, no. these it's, ones these are the ones that different sides of the bagel will hand off the hand off the baton. Right, but these are know, the ones like, these are the ones that will exhume, you know, nuns and parade their bodies around the streets. It's that kind of that right. is fair. Yeah. Right. These are ones that will line up to shoot statues of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes. These are these are ones who do like, you know, um it'll be it'll be a Jewish woman that does the um like we said, like rip her own guts out for abortion rights, you know. So, like, one of the, th- you know, 
one of the interesting things about going to, let's say, Justice Kavanaugh's house to, you know, protest in front of his house. I mean, the first guy of all, it's illegal. Be his, uh, it's actually intended to be his. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Dog back, go. The guy pretended to be his own accuser during his own confirmation trials. If you have not seen the side-by-side photos, the forensic analysis done on that, it will blow your mind. Is like it's absolutely these people are these people that pretend to be the Supreme Court judges are 100% compromised. Do not expect anything important out of them. That's why you know like what they must have on some of these people for for the different reasons that they're allowed in. Uh, we will never know, but uh, you know, the, the, this sort of thing was cooked in the books. Uh, this is the this is the outrage that they want to whip up right before summer. It's not going to have the same. I don't think it's going to have nearly the same sort of uh, full blown burning down cities potential as the summer of hate of twenty twenty. But it will it it will make just enough noise to get through at least the first part of the summer. Um. I saw a protest. It was like four really ugly women screaming at a cop in front of a in front of a church. Oh, was it the one with the uh, lady in the Halloween hospital gown? Yes. Yeah. And the um, fake blood on her crotch. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're screaming the at the cop. She was embarrassing. Scre- screaming at the cop, and the cops just like, "Come on, ladies, down, come on, down the stairs, let's go." Like one cop. He, all he said was, "Calm down." <laughs> yeah, uh, you definitely cannot. You can't say that to a regular woman, much less a libtard. Did that's you imagine? Like, that's like their MK Ultra trigger term. All right, ladies, calm down. <laughs> oh ma'am, man, I am calm down. If there was one, like Dragon Ball Z, fucking fire comes <laughs> right? out of them. <laughs> if there's one thing that could make me actually enjoy what a cop does nowadays, considering they're all pigs, it would be that. Just tell an entire crowd of these people to calm down and just wait. Yeah. He was like, all right, come on. And they, and they turned around all pathetically, like slumped shoulders, you know, turned around. Did you, did you guys That's what I'm saying. Nothing's going to nothing's gonna happen. Do you guys see the one video of the... Uh, it's it's one woman in front of a crowd of people. I don't know where it was. I assume somewhere like Portland. Um, but she's she's screaming through a megaphone that everybody needs to go out and do their thing. And if they get pregnant, just go and get that bastard sucked out. It's like, was that go the and black get woman? That little bastard sucked out. Was no, this the... was a this was like a white oh, hippie-ish man. looking lady. Oh man. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it's really hard to top the uh, sheboon with the wig on in front of those brave young men praying in front of the cathedral in Philadelphia uh, with the uh, throwing the dolls around that that are on nooses screaming. Yeah, she's, she's killing her baby. She's killing the, the babies. That was the bad she's one. Killing yeah. the babies. And the the patience those young men had. Uh, to sit there and just tolerate that happening right in front of them. Uh, God bless them. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say to that. That's that's if, if, I mean, if that's not demonically possessed. I mean, that's at least demonically yeah. influenced. 
Here's one of the main things Nef- that bothers Would you say a Nephilim host, <laughs> Johnny? Uh, I don't know. No, probably not. Here's, yeah. here's one of the main things that bother me about the abortion topic is certainly, of course, there is the esoteric level that this is mass baby sacrifice on at the millions of souls level. But then just on the just on the exoteric surface, if you consider yourself pro-white and pro-family in any way, shape or form, you cannot possibly be wishy-washy on abortion. You ha- like you should be steadfast that this is 100 percent something that needs to go away because it, because the, the if it like if you're if you've ever used the term white genocide at all or great replacement and you're wishy-washy on abortion, then you really haven't thought you really haven't thought out the position at all or you're being subversive. This is this is true. I mean, there's no there's there's no getting around it. You're either you're either for killing babies or you're not. And at this point, it doesn't it doesn't matter about the other doesn't matter about the other ones. Like, I don't care about it's not going to be a brown baby explosion. That's not how it works. Um. Right, all the states that have large populations of the ones that they don't like are in states that will, st- like, if Roe versus Wade is overturned, will still have their abortioning. Right? Right. So, like, in the state of Missouri, there's only, like, one place you could go to. Well, all like, like St. Louis is still going to have the, the super bad problem with the, the wildlife there that they do. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's not gonna. It's it's not going. It's not gonna like. It, there there isn't gonna be like a doubling of the population. No, and no, and the fact that people think that that's what's keeping the the black population at thirteen percent is wrong. There's a lot of other reasons. Re- I mean, yeah, it's well, ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it's- here's the thing: as Sleuther brings this up in the chat. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but like all we've heard about from conservative talking points, et cetera, for the last 15 years about abortion is the number of blacks who are aborted because they want, they want to end it because they want you to feel bad that the blacks are dying. But the number of blacks that are aboard double that number for whites, double that number for whites. I think it's and double. It's even more than the, that. But. And you could try to use the cope. Well, it's probably all like libtards or whores. All right, but those babies deserve to live, and they might not have ended up like their, like their mothers, if they lived. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's this fallacy as well of like, what, what are, what are you going to do with all of these babies once they're born? You don't care about them once they're born. You just shove them in the system, and that's it. Right. And it, I, it's it's a complete straw man. Well, don't don't ask me what I want to do with the system. Right, but however, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? and the like, problem yeah. here, as if, my, as if, if we actually want to keep system. this system intact, right? And the and the right. problem here isn't even really. It's it is the I mean it's abortion, but like the fact that abortion is available breeds the promiscuity, and you know the ease of uh, of sex of access to sex and stuff is what you know. The enti- that all has to change too. You know, just getting rid right. of abortion. That's- yeah, that's the thing is it's not it's not us just calling for abortion to be done away with and that's it. Nothing else changes. I mean, we're talking we're talking about complete fundamental systems that allow for people to that allow for a population that supports something like abortion. Get rid of all of it. Mm-hmm. Man, see see 
like just see like what kind of demons have attacked some of these places that uh, all they do is is try to provide mothers an avenue to put their kids up for adoption. And I'm not even like I'm not very thrilled about like the entire adoption process or anything either. But just trying to keep these 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 mothers from deciding that the only route is to kill the baby. You know, what I mean, like it. Some of these places, like there was one in my part of the continent-wide strip mall, they vandalized the shit out of it. And it's just this one doctor. It's this one, like, nice old Catholic doctor who uh, he just provides a service for young women to put these kids up for adoption so they don't go and kill them. Right. And he gets protested and by the, uh, by the abortion ghoul patrol. Right. It was probably like three uh, three libtard women and one guy that thought he was going to get a crumb and he had the backpack with the uh, oh, with the spray paint in it. Ah, did you guys see? So they're simp. Yes, the th- three three libtard chicks in a simp. And, there and was he got no crumb either. Like like he was pissed. Of course he, he got no crumb. He texted what? his buddy when he got home. He was like, "Man, I carried the backpack and everything. I was there, lookout. No crumbs. Nothing. Not even a whiff." Uh, there was a not, not even a compliment to sustain him through the year. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a video of a guy who was outside of an abortion clinic talking. There was a doctor who came out, and the doctor, the doctor has died. Actually, he was relieved of his position at the hospital, and then he died. But he was ghoulishly. I don't know if he was acting, but he was talking to the guy who was like, I guess, telling the doctor he would pray for him and that, you know, he's murdering babies and whatever. And the doctor was like, yeah, I, I love it. I love killing babies. Some white doctor. I don't know, some crazy old white dude. Let's see if I can find it. But made me it really made me sick. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Even if this is this guy's just like being like a sick joker. But no, he's this guy's actually a medical doctor or was. He's now dead, supposedly. Well, I, you know, to, to, cir- I, to circle back a little bit to what I said earlier, I think of how many really gay faggoty litmus tests I've had to listen to and put up with uh, as far as being pro-white is concerned. You know, like, I got a... I got a simp for Palestinians. Like, I don't give a fuck about fucking Palestinians. I don't either. I give zero shit you know, about I, I don't care. Yeah. Right. And like, and like literally like there's this, there's this thing that's happening where white babies are getting killed in the womb nonstop in this country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you don't have a, you don't have a firm foundational opinion on it. Like it never crossed your mind that it might be, I don't know, super humongously fucked up. You know, killing babies is 100% really fucked up. And then on top of that, it's not as if they're just dead, right? Then they their little body parts, the late term ones, get sold for me, for medical experiments, and the stem cells of the of the newer the the, the earlier term ones get used in all kinds of shit. Oh yeah, they do all kinds of stuff from creating artificial taste buds so that Coca Cola can sell you the latest flavor of carbonated corn syrup. 
It's going to attack you. You can get your latest L'Oreal products for your face to make you look younger. Right, your foreskin. That's, I mean, that's like out there in the open. I mean, that's like Sandra Bullock stuff. You know, that guy's that guy's facial cream. Or you get your Gwyneth Paltrow candles. Oh yeah, your Gwyneth Paltrow vagina candle. Um, What's that? No, but aren't those called Gunt? But no, that's the guy that's no. Oh, Goop, Ralph, Goop, Goop. No, stop, stop. We're going in the wrong direction. Um, These babies, you know, like. We look back. We look back at was it the Aztecs, the Incans, who was the ones that sacrificed people. The Aztecs, right? Mayans, Aztecs. Mayans, all those Aztecs, Mayans. Yes, right. Mesoamerican, Mesoamerican, pre pre uh, Paleolithic Mesoamerican natives. <laughs> Good lord, killed people, ripped their hearts out, sacrificed women, children, whatever. Right? Nothing compared to the amount of child sacrifice that has been sent to Moloch. As in the great Satan there's, has sent great Satan one story that comes out of uh, out of Carthage uh, just after one of the Punic Wars with Rome, right? So they were decimated, and they believe that their god uh, Baal Hamon, uh, who is Kronos or Saturn, mm-hmm. uh, they believe that their god required more child sacrifice so that they could defeat Rome. Uh, it was punished. It was part punishment and part offering uh, for a victory in the future. So they went around paying women. I can't remember what the exact exchange would have been because you know Carthaginian coins. Um, but I mean, the figure that was doled out was somewhere around like fifteen grand per kid, just walking around to households. Like, hey, you got a kid under eight years old? Cool. And it was it was about one hundred sixty thousand in one day. 160,000 in one day, that is still nothing compared to what has been done the past 30 years. Yeah. 10 years. Millions. It, it, it blows, blows my mind. It just keeps going and going and going. This is, this is the greatest iteration of the demonic right of child sacrifice that has ever existed in history. After the flood, because I don't know what happened before, but this is astounding, and people are once again begging for it. Mm-hmm. That they are. I mean, it's it, it's disgusting. Um, and aside from that, you know, I've got a, I've got pulled up on the uh, the stream here, but it's a picture from uh, Andy Nye on Twitter. Um, you know, this has been happening recently, and they're proud of it. These Antifa accounts, far-left folks, communists, Jews, whatever you want to call them, um, they're targeting all of these pro-life centers, centers that actually solve the issues that they are talking about, right? Kids are born um, from unwanted pregnancies or unexpected pregnancies, and these free pregnancy crisis centers, I guess is what they're called um, – you know, provide those resources, right? Provide adoption resources. If they want to keep the baby, they help them afterwards. Uh, provide shelter, all sorts of things. So this lets you know this is this is not about pushing a political point at all. Right. Well, luckily, it's such a niche issue that nobody cares. You know, we don't even really have to talk about it. No, nobody, nobody cares. No, it's literally, it's literally a niche issue that nobody cares about whatsoever. Yep. Yeah. Hilarious. 
You know, Tom <sighs> I can't stay on Twitter for any longer than seven years, but you know, these guys get cheered on. Mm. <laughs> was it seven years? Am I in the ballpark? What? No, no, that account was four years old. Thank you very four much. Four years. But I was okay. gonna say All that right, takes that age like yogurt in the sun. <laughs> Ew. Well, it's true though. That takes, still that good takes age like if that, it's been in the sun for a little while. It's yeah. still good. I mean, it's warm. It's just not. You know, it's not. Why do we, why do we always end up talking about yogurt on the live streams? Mm. You're. The, I didn't bring it up this time. I actually didn't bring it up last time either. No, you did. You said you were eating yogurt. Yeah. Well, you asked me. Nobody asked you. You did. You you were like, are you eating yogurt? That was like. A month ago. <laughs> anyways, anyways, sorry. I, I had yogurt I'm during the break. It was track. great. Uh, the mixed berry flavor is really, really nice. Whenever you guys are Just done. From your Greek cow. Yeah, yeah sorry. Well, you're done. good. You're good. Sorry, Dad. Yeah, you're fine. Do we uh, want to move on to something else rage inducing? Um, I mean, do we have do anything more rage inducing than. Uh, the trans children gender, uh, the transgender children underwear. Oh, I don't. Oh, I mean, it's it's a thing. That's all people need to know. It's disgusting. It's a thing, but it's actually causing physical problems, which is actually yeah, worse. yeah. So, what is it now? Where it's in, it's in the content channel, right? Yeah, I've 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 pulling it up. Uh, it's yeah, in the so, Google Drive. So this underwear designed for transgender children, which flattens the genitals of children as young as four, puts such sustained pressure on the genitals that they may permanently sterilize the children. I mean, I, I guess I guess one of the detractions of talking about stuff like this is that all my responses to it are um, fed posts? Yeah, I was going to say, say. Like, I was trying to think of things, ways I can redact what I'm saying while saying it. But there is no way. There's no way. So this is this is um, underwear designed by a transgender fashion designer named Carmen Liu L I U, former ballet dancer. Former ballet dancer, yes. Which so, adds credence to it somehow. Mm, right, because, at, well, I mean, ballet is actually, like, pretty pretty cool and pretty white, actually. Like, like it's one of, the, one of the forms of dance that I actually used to enjoy when I was watching when I was younger. My buddy's my buddy's wife is a former like ballerina, and we used to go we used to go watch her little performance stuff all the time. It was cool. I liked it. Music is great. I like the classical that goes along with it. But this is disgusting. This is disgusting. This is a transgender who was probably dressed as a woman, but still had a penis. I think that's what this is. Because this looks like a dude, right? Oh man. Looks like looks like this guy's auditioning uh, for the the open bass player spot on uh, uh, Steel Panther. Since the other tranny bass player dropped out, 
Well, he's only pretending to be Terrible. a tranny because it's it's an act. The band is an act, but this guy's actually a tranny. Underwear that underwear that injures your privates. I mean, whoo! But hey, what do they need those for anymore? It's not like they're impregnating people in prisons or anything. Well, they are impregnating people in prison, right? Did a, a transgender woman impregnated two chicks at some prison recently? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, the meme of the dude just looking down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like, just wasn't it not that long ago that nobody said the word transgender? Yeah, I would. Not I would like, like to do one of those. One of those things on one of those analytical searches on Google for uh, word searches. Mm-hmm. I think See. I heard it. I think I heard it in a few movies here and there, late nineties, a couple, a couple more times, early two thousands. And then it was all the time after 2012. I mean, you used to hear about, uh, not transgenders. What do they call them? Crossdressers. Yeah. Transvestite, yeah. Transvestites, I mean, crossdressers. That's what they called them, right? It was that weird kid in high school who wore a dress. Yeah. You know, everybody everybody either made fun of him or just kind of looked at him weird. Right. Like even them, even their their jokes. Andrew Dice Clay, those trans testicles. You know, one day you're a man, other you know, the other day you're a woman. Yeah, when it was socially acceptable to say tranny. Right. In public, and everybody would would not look at you weird, but would actually look at who you're referencing. Yeah, now it's I don't even know anymore. Anymore, man, it's just like the slippery slope thing. Everything is exponentially faster. Like I mean, as Dogbot says, it's covered with astroglide. Yeah, the slippery slope <laughs> covered in astroglide. I mean, it's true. Yep. Ugh. Oh man. Oh, I saw somebody. Sorry, I somebody saw actually just, just. Somebody actually just got me the analytics and sent it to me on Telegram. Uh, looks like so from here. You know what? I'm just going to add this into the uh, the Google Drive. Add it into so the that, Google Drive. Now, are are you posting the Google Drive in the show notes so people can look I at this? I am. All right, cool. Well, I so, I will post a yeah a folder. I will not post the Google well, Drive yeah, because I, that would you know kill yeah. me. Right, but you know what I mean. So the link to the folder with all the pictures from tonight's live stream will be in the uh, the show notes for the podcast tomorrow. Yes. So those of uh, you okay, those of you uh, who don't. Watch us live. Get to look at the pictures, too. Okay, so what did you do? Did you put the picture up? Yes, I did. So from June, January 1st, 2004 to July 1st, 2020, mm-hmm. all right, from January 2004 to, I'd say that's, what, 2012 or so, it just remains pretty stagnant. And then 2012, you get a little spike, and it goes back down. 2013, 2014, another couple little spikes. Um Right around the beginning of 2015, though, it skyrockets mm. more than ever before. And I went; it actually went back down probably 2017, 2018. 
and has stayed kind of up and down, up and down, up and down since uh, uh, 2019 or so. But it's hmm. got its peaks and valleys, but it's pretty consistent. Hmm. Are you guys looking at it too? I can kind of see it. Oh, just open the Google Drive, Boomer. So much stuff to open. Oh, man. Dude, it's not really that difficult. I don't understand why you think this is so difficult. I think the spikes <laughs> I think the spikes have to be like, was that like when My Name is Jazz debuted on, on TV or something? Maybe. I don't know. There have been a lot of tranny shows in the past few years. Right. But there's, there's that like, one on Bill, that, that popular show, Billions. I don't know about that one. Transparent with that Jew, Jeffrey Tambor. From Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah, Jeffrey Tambor. He's uh he plays King. He was good. Yeah. He was good in Arrested Development. Yeah, he's good in, he's good in a lot of it stuff. Was. That, you know. He's uh but then you get that. Yeah, well, you know. I mean he is he's a Jew. Yeah. Oh Let's so forget. Yeah, so in Rocky Horror Picture Show, he was referred to as the transsexual from Transylvania, like he wasn't the transgender. So may, maybe I'm thinking like I did hear the word transsexual. I thought he was the transvestite for Transylvania. But yeah, it was transvestite because trans oh, V, trans V. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I thought maybe I was being Mondale affected there for a second. No, you didn't get Mandingoed. No. All right. Yeah. Oh man. Are we are we good with tranny things? Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not good with them. Right. But like, no, I, not not. Well, you know what I'm saying. There was that that one that one from uh from uh the double the double homicide. Yeah, uh, that was really weird. Let's, you guys want to yeah. talk about that for a second? So just for yeah. a second. Where's the article? Oh, that's that stupid. Nope, that's not that one. Yeah. Um, so what article is that? NBC Twenty Five News. I don't even know where this is from. Mid Michigan. Oh, of, co- of course, this is Michigan too. Nah. If it's not Ohio, it's Michigan. Uh huh. The murder mitten. Right. The murder mitten. Yeah, a woman who allegedly shot and killed her brother and boyfriend found dead. See, I th- now we have to say this this title is misleading actually. Cuz it's not a woman. Right. It's not a woman. Right. This isn't a woman not- that did the shooting and then the boyfriend was a trans man. Yeah, the boyfriend is actually the girlfriend. <laughs> and the so girlfriend boy- is actually the boyfriend. Yeah, so man who killed girlfriend and his brother is found dead. Um, yeah, training went crazy, shot her boyfriend or shot his girlfriend. Right. And his brother, for some reason, ran and then shot themselves in the head. All these names, too, make, make it sound like they're all black. Ruby Taverner. Ray Muscat and Bishop Taverner. I've never known a white dude named Bishop. Come on. I, I, knew, I knew a white dude named Bishop. Wow. I'm I'm surprised actually. I've never everybody I know named Bishop. It was their last name. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like his first oh. name was so terrible, he just went by his last name. Well, yeah, well, oh, like this dude's his name last is name. That's that Bishop, could be either one. But Bishop Taverner, name. Ray yeah, Muscat. That, that, Ray Muscat could be 
But like these are trans. Okay, so Ray is actually a woman named Amber. And what? Yeah. So Ruby was formerly known as Martin Taverner. While Muscat was formerly known as Amber Muscat. Oh boy. Terrible. This is terrible. This is terrible. So I I think I hate this article the most. I bet you do. I don't you know did. who's I, tranny slaying who anymore. Exactly, exactly. I was going to say, DB, this has to be your least favorite article in the history of ju- yeah. journalism. I just hate this kind of stuff. Yeah. What what other stuff have we got? There's this is let's let's get to some other stuff. Okay, so Dave World? Chappelle, Dave Chappelle. Speaking of trannies, so Dave Chappelle got attacked by a tranny while doing his comedy. That's some like some like crazy shit right there, right? But clone got attacked by a tranny. Right, a clone got attacked by a tranny. And I did I close that article by accident? I did. God damn it. I closed that article by accident. So Dave Chappelle got attacked by a tranny, but here's the rub. Is the tranny told the security guards that he was gonna do it? Or Dave Chappelle? No, 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 no. I uh somebody warned the okay. security okay. company. About the man before he tackled Dave Chappelle. Okay, a stage. comedian. Okay, so uh, some other comedian at the Netflix event where Dave Chappelle was stormed on stage by a man wielding a bayonet. The bayonet was like duct taped to the side of a of a of a gun. Like I, that's no, what I, I call thought, tactical. I, I thought it was a fake gun, like that, knife. The knife flipped out. Okay, like a fold. Okay. Yeah, like a flip okay. out knife. Okay, so it, it was. I don't know. Whatever. Um. So one of the opening comics, I guess, told the security uh, told security that a man, uh, an attacker, jumped over the barrier to get into the festival. He said somebody, I guess he told the security guard somebody jumped the barrier, and the security guard was like, yeah, I don't care. So check this out, though. Contemporary Services Corporation, CSC, was also in charge, charge of the... Astro World Festival security. Not just that. Wait, it gets even better. Hang on, Reinhardt. I was going to do it. I mean, that's that's pretty coincidental, right? You know, that's pretty coincidental. But also, they were responsible for the security at the 2017 Las Vegas Country Music Festival, where 59 people were gunned down. So the same security company did the Vegas shooting festival did security for astroworld festival and did security for the dave Chappelle netflix what are the chances i mean 13 percent of the world security companies could cover 50 percent of the deadliest mass shootings i guess yeah right i, mean, <laughs> I don't seriously what are the freaking chances um it might be a tight industry the security companies yeah I mean, you have your big Security one. Security sure. companies for celebrities, right? That was this guy's name, C- T- comedian Tehran von Ghazri. whose name is the capital of Iran. That's the guy. That's the guy uh, who told the security. Hang on, I'm looking this up live. So CSC I'm, I'm... has 50 locations across the United States and 60,000 workers. Um, okay. They're, They've the been sued in the in the black and yellow. They're doing the black and yellow. Yeah, those. Oh, you see at concerts. Yeah. 
So they do they do work a good amount of concerts and festivals and stuff, but sure. still. Sure. Well, I mean, there's 50 locations across the U.S. and Canada and 60,000 workers, right? Uh, they've been sued dozens of times by staff and concert goers claiming negligence, battery, assault, labor violations over the past 30 years. I would 100% believe that. I've never come in contact. I've gone to a lot of shows where these guys have been at, and they are always dicks. I wonder if Damon Zumwalt, the uh, founder. Yeah, but what what did you do first, though, Reinhardt? You know, like, security's not always dicks. You got oh, to be John, like... Johnny, keep keep going. Security's almost always dicks for no reason, dude. They're, yeah, they're always dicks. Look, you go to a metal show and you're not allowed to crowd surf, stage dive, nothing. I mean, well, now you. Well, you don't need COVID. to be getting up on the stage while the guys are just trying to play the music anyway. Like, right. I mean, you're at a show where the guys say, "Come on stage and jump off." You're you're gonna do it, mm. anyways. It's not Which about show? me. It's in general. Have you staged dove before? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, but you haven't. No, I do not trust. This I sounds, do not trust a bunch of people to catch me. Yeah. If I jumped, if I sounds a lot like January sixth, right? No, I done. I mean, I did my fair share of crowd surfing and and that kind of stuff back in the day. Yeah, I mean, not anymore. I'm way too old for that shit. Yeah, if you hit the ground, it's a fucking. It's the I mean, honestly, even I, even I feel way too old because you look out in the crowd and it's a bunch of either like methed out blue haired trannies or it's. My six hundred pound life contestants. Yeah, now are you, you in, there's are no you way. An Imagine Dragons concert. Where are you? No, that's that's your your average metal show now. That's pretty, your average. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Your average so, metal show gets stopped halfway through so they could talk about how much Black Lives Matter. Well, not the last metal show I went to, but yeah. So the guy in the let me get this right. The guy in the stage told you to get up on the stage, and then security took you out. Sounds like January sixth. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But not just not just me. I'm not talking about just me. I mean, you see these guys all the time, either being negligent uh, or being dicks when they don't have to. Yeah. Okay. 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 Anyways. All right. Now, so CSC has provided security for five presidential inaugurations, 31 Super Bowls, and nine Olympics. So they're pretty. I mean, all right. Right. Sorry, I'm just thinking about Ray Epps on the on the stage with the megaphone telling Don Reinhardt to come up on stage so he can crowd surf. Yes. Um Sorry. But so it it I guess I guess no, it's not so sensational that they, they did all three of these events. I mean it's still weird. It's still weird, but not really, considering they probably do ninety percent of security for major events. Yeah, but they they do have a history of of negligence and oh uh, for being sure. Sued. So um, yeah, for no, sure. no, it it is interesting. It's still sure. kind of funny. Training attacks clone. And yeah, that's a pretty. Of the gun knife. That's pretty funny. Yeah, the gun knife. That's like how did that? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, oh, this is funny. Oh, this is the guy that warned them. That's Tehran von Gazri. Tehran von Gazri. Yep, that's him. All right. Oh, of course, he's wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. Oh, all right. Man, we got we got something spooky. Can we can we bring that one up? The the Yellow Brick Road. 
No, not that one. I mean, that that one is really cool, but we don't have to indulge me for that one. Uh, the the um, you know, the ET one. The Bimini Road one. No, which ET one? On the other side of Central America, House panel will hold the first public hearing on UFOs in decades. Oh yeah, that's the one. Yeah, the New York Times. It's fucking paywalled. I changed it out for a CNN one. Oh, did you? Where's the CNN? Yeah, link? I did. Where's the CNN link? It's in there. It's in there. I changed out the link that was in there for CNN, so it's in the same place. Oh. Is, it in, um, is it in the channel? Let's see it. It's it's in there. It's probably all the way back in the back. Here. Don't worry. It's it's in the Skype. There you go. That's better. See how much easier that is? <laughs> Um, and this yes. will actually be happening next Tuesday. So, yeah, I mean, uh, almost almost a year past the deadline uh, when they said they wanted to have all of the UFO information out. Uh, the Pentagon program was established last year. Um, like, yeah, they had to like, what was it, like July 14th or something like that? Uh, sometime in July. Yeah, I don't remember um, exactly. But, yeah, there's an open congressional hearing next Tuesday about UFOs for the first time in over 50 years. Wow. All right. So we're going to, are we going to, are we going to get disclosure? Like, what's going to happen? What do you, what do you guys think? Uh, d- no, never. No. No. Uh, as somebody, no. somebody on Twitter said recently, um, it was just some random normie, but they said, you know, anything coming out of any sort of American or NATO uh, quote hearing on UFOs, not going to believe it. And now, if it were somewhere like freaking Latvia that we're trying to break a story, then it, it might be a little more believable. Um, you know, someone small time, no, anything both. coming out of the big, the big alliances. No. All right, all right, all right. Well, there's a nine-page report um, on the. Uh, these un- unidentified aerial phenomena. That's what they're calling them now. UAPs, AKA UFOs. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight takeaways from this. Number one, their analysis of the data supports a construct that if, and when individual UAP incidents are resolved, they will fall into one of five potential ex- explanatory categories, airborne clutter, natural atmospheric conditions, United States government or U.S. industry, developmental programs, foreign adversary systems, and a catch-all other bin. Yeah, uh, stuff. Yeah. Where, where like are you birds. reading this from? Uh, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a second article inside that article. Go down. The about. second article inside. The related, the 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 picture with the UFOs. The article within the article. Ah, yes. Eight takeaways. Yes. Jeez. And this, so um, they're going to focus on reports that involve UAP largely witnessed firsthand by military aviators and they were collected from systems they consider to be reliable. So they're going to take the information from, they're going to investigate themselves. And yeah, get I was about to say that. Yeah, they're, yes. they're going to make sure to investigate themselves. Yes. Only. 
Right. And only their information can be used during the investigations. Okay. Number three, no standardized reporting mechanism existed until the Navy established one in March, 2019. The Air Force subsequently adopted that mechanism in 2020, but it remains limited to USG reporting. Amazing. There was no formal way within the government to record UFO sightings until the Navy started one in 2019. And the Air Force didn't follow suit until roughly six months ago, which reveals how resistant the government has been to acknowledging UFOs and B, how many sightings there were almost certainly missed. Okay, so the guy who wrote this article that's going around this, these takeaways, he's, he seems pretty like like a left-wing tucker, almost. Yeah. Yeah. That's what um, I assume. He's, he's being as tucker as he's allowed to be yeah. by CNN. Yeah, he didn't want Podesta, you know, doing what Podesta did to his own son. Right. No, 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 no. I know what you mean. Yes. No, yes, no, yes. no, no, no. Right. Well, Podesta's so, the left-wing. No. <laughs> uh, Podesta's the left-wing UFO uh, disclosure guy, right? Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He is. Oh, excuse me. Oh, yeah. So All out right. of the 144 reports that have originated from USG sources, of these, 80 reports involved observation with multiple sensors. Yeah, so, quote, multiple sensors confirm these things, which means that they were seen by more than one person, more than one radar array. Right, which is in line with typical UFO sightings. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, yes, they can happen, and and abductions, you know, they can happen to a person by themselves, but they do often happen in public places. Right. So. Um, the, the next one is about, it's a longer one, uh, prevention of discussing. So basically, basically gag orders and all this stuff uh, because of the stigma that these type of reports um, bring about. You see, um, oh, so they they gave it the old uh, sexual assault prevention and response treatment. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, what say? Although the effects of these stigmas lessened as senior members of the policy communities engage on the topic seriously in public, reputational risk may keep many observers silent, complicating scientific pursuit in the topic. So, people, a lot of what they're saying, I guess, is a lot of people stay quiet on whether they've seen these UAPs or not. Uh, because it's you know a risk to your reputation to say that you saw a UFO. Is it really though? Is it really? It, really? So let me let me ask you this, Johnny. So sure. the U.S. Navy confirmed its own footage, right, of the yes. Tic Tac and the pyramid shapes. Um, I mean, do you think that they are? So do you think that they're putting this this aircraft out there? If if let's say it's reverse engineered or it's uh, just really high tech that they're not telling us about do you think they actually put these out and let real pilots see them and think what they think or do you think a lot of these pilots are just planted anyway it's all scripted yes in this regard why not both yeah i I think there's a healthy amount of both they make it easy yeah they make it easy easy to do both so Especially the way, especially the way guys move around uh, between commands and stuff, it'd be easy to to move a new pilot to a new place really quickly, have him see UFO, and then go away. And later on, nobody knows he was. Yeah, once a guy, once a guy leaves the command, like they never, <laughs> you never talk to him again. Like, 
Right, right. You always say you're going to. You exchange yeah, emails. you always say you're going to keep in touch. You exchange emails. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, in 18 incidents design, described in 21 reports, observers reported unusual UAP movement patterns and flight characteristics. Some UAP appeared to remain stationary in winds aloft, move against the wind, maneuver abruptly, or move at considerable, considerable speed without discernible means of propulsion. In a small number of cases, military aircraft systems processed radio frequency energy associated with UAP sightings. So um, this seems like a really big deal. So basically, um, military personnel spotted unidentified aerial phenomena that appeared to be unaffected by the wind and could move in ways that could not be explained by normal propulsionary means. Yeah. And a lot of them, too, that uh, that have these sightings, they report that they are completely silent as well. Um, I know one one report I heard from actually a guy I knew in the military that had a an experience of his own. Um, he likened it to so, Johnny, you know, when a helicopter's taken off, let's say a, a Chinook or something or a Blackhawk, whatever. Right. When it's taken off straight up there is a massive amount of air that pushes out everything around it, right? If there are cars, they're going to be pushed a few feet away, people, whatever. Um, these things can be completely silent and give off no air yeah. at all from their propulsion. Yeah. It's like they don't disturb anything around them. Uh, the wind doesn't affect them and they're completely silent. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, but like I told the story about when I was a kid, my mom and I saw a UFO and it was completely silent. So that's not surprising. My anecdotal evidence corroborates this story. Confirmation bias. I mean, hey, dude, I was like, I was like five, five, four, five, six, somewhere in that area. Man, you were seeing all the cool stuff, UFOs and stuff. All I had to deal with was a demon in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's way worse. You had this. You had this way, it was way worse. <laughs> <What can't> I- <laughs> <laughs> well, we had the uh, we had the weird satanic rituals going on in our in our chicken coop. Right. Remember? That's you right. You were, was that, that what we were on the phone? You were telling me about that? I don't remember if I ever told this on the show, but when we lived in Maine, we lived way up in Caribou, Maine, like way up in bumfuck Maine. And on our farm, uh, so the house was connected to the mud room, which was connected to the laundry room, which is connected to the garage, which is connected to the barn. And then the cow stall area and then the chicken coop right it's all connected so like if you got 12 feet of snow you could you know still traverse the entire you know end to end to get the eggs and take care of your chickens and stuff right in the winter time um so somebody we went away we went away for the summer i don't remember, I don't remember exactly what happened we came back somebody had been in the chicken coop and they're like there was blood uh there were like blood pentagrams painted on the inside of it and there was like yeah, blood and I don't know. It might have been red paint, but the cops were out there. I was only, I was only like ten or eleven, but the cops came out and yeah, they were doing like weird satanic rituals in our chicken coop. Surprisingly, to everybody listening, many many such cases. 
It happens yeah. more often than you think. Yeah, it, it really does. And, it, and of course, it got it got written off as uh, just some high school kids playing pranks. Just because, some just some guys hanging out like the West Memphis Three. Yeah, because it was the eighties. You know, this was uh, Satanic Panic wasn't real. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, this was, and again, this was literally the middle of freaking nowhere in upstate Maine. I mean, it's the perfect place for it, right? Right. No, absolutely. Stephen King. Yeah, Maine. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The scariest forests in the United States are the birch, the birch forests of Maine. Did a uh, did a kid run by you and slap a bloody chicken on your face and say, "This is Lovecraft Country"? Damn. No. Like, no. Mm. No. Never. No. No. Uh, but I did see Jackie Robinson come out of nowhere and uh, defeat Cthulhu with one swing of the bat. Oh, that was. But that was on the dumb Lovecraft country thing. Was it? Yeah. That was, that was, uh, what's the new Spike Lee's name again? Um, uh, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. That's the one. Yeah. The new Spike Lee. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can only have one of these things at a time, right? There's only like one top black comic, right? Yeah, you know? that's true. There's only one top uh, black actor. There's only one top black. They can only have one, right? It's like they're like every position is like the Highlander with these people. <laughs> there could only be one. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we got two more points here. Two more. Two more takeaways, if All you right. will, Ooh, before okay. we finish up. All right. Are they takes or takeaways? Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. No, really do too many things. All right. Quick. 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 Because we're getting to the end. All right. With the exception of the one instance where we determined with high confidence that the reported UAP UFO was airborne clutter, specifically a deflating balloon, hmm, maybe a maybe a satellite, we currently lack sufficient information in our data set to attribute incidents to specific explanations. So the risk of saying they don't have an explanation, which I think is not true. Mm, no, they know what it is. Yeah, they know exactly what it is. Yeah. Well, don't forget. Uh, whether or not you believe the Eisenhower deal or not. Right. Oh, Eisenhower made the deal with the aliens. Yeah, with the Nordics. Oh, I thought Trump made a deal with the Pleiadians. No, before Trump's Pleiadian deal, there was Eisenhower making a deal with the Nordics to uh, to get tech for the military and the government, and in turn, they would provide bodies for experimentation. They basically allowed Greys to come in and take people. Mm. Oh boy. Mm. It's a deep dark rabbit hole. It All is. Right, last one. All right. Although most of the UFOs described in our data set probably remain unidentified due to limited data or challenges to collection processing or analysis, we may require additional scientific knowledge to su- successfully collect on, analyze, and characterize some of them. That is a whole lot of nothing. Hmm. Okay, so they're saying they're advanced tech. Great, you have it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Really. All right. Well, this will be happening at 10 a.m. Eastern next Tuesday. So certainly okay. we have to uh, check out the results and address it on the show. I'm guessing there will probably be a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, I'll, like I'll the, be surprised. Like the last disclosure was. Oh, the last yes. disclosure was terrible. Uh, yeah. It was. It was literally. We investigated ourselves and found nothing. Yeah, that's all it was. Mm-hmm. So it was like your uncle pulling a quarter out from behind your ear, except right. there, was, there was no quarter. I mean, who knows? This time they could bring somebody up, and they they could you know wave a magic wand and have some theater going. I I don't know this time around. 
Sure. They, they could do all those things, but they, they, they might not. They probably won't. They might not. Um, guys, real quick before we go, I, we were mentioned shirts a couple times on the show. Uh, would like to give a big shout out to my buddy Dave. Dave is the guy who came up with the design for the Paranormies tinfoil shirt. And thank you, Dave. Yes, I'm going to get uh, the dissident apparel guy to send him some some apparel that is dissident. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. From dissidentapparel.com. From dissidentapparel.com, where you can go and get your own dissident apparel that has Paranormies designs on it at dissidentapparel.com. But uh, Dave is, and it yeah, is made in the USA by a good man. Yes. 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 Uh, Dave is the guy who made it. And uh, unfortunately, or whatever, fortunately for him or unfortunately for us, he lives all the way in Kiwi land. So really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so we got to do like a mail swap dealy to get him his shirts, but we're going to get it. Yeah. No, not Dave, Dave, AD Abercrombie, not Michael Jackson, not Dave, Dave. No, 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 it's not. Michael Jackson. No, it's also no. not Michael Jordan. Would Michael Jackson wear a pin, uh, Paranormous tinfoil shirt? Fucking, you know he would. <laughs> Actually, he might. Yeah. He'd be, <laughs> he'd be down like a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, negative zero. I'm really, I'm really glad that, I'm really glad, negative, that uh, on your days on a nuclear sub in the Navy, that you never saw anything you weren't allowed to, you weren't allowed to talk about. That's good. Right. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of guys who have security clearances who saw a lot of things that they're, you know, never saw. I love, I love that we have squids in the freaking in the chat. That's great. Yeah. Yep. We just called them all tastes. Are we, are we yeah, here? well, before we leave, I guess, uh, then do you guys want to close with the uh, new man-made horror beyond comprehension just dropped? I thought we talked about the binding underwear. No, the Indian surgeon plans to transplant womb into a trans woman in a world-first mm-hmm. operation that could pave the way for biological men to get pregnant. Well, you know, leave Beautiful. it to a street shitter. <laughs> well, and WEF and... Uh, uh, associated scientific conglomerates are working on artificial womb pods as well. So yeah, these and people who have no actual power, organ, these but. people who have no, no actual power and you know, no, yeah. no, don't actually and not do like It's a bad thing, but we do also have the baby formula shortage, which I think kind of goes into some of this. Yeah. You know, and all the food, all the food crises and stuff. And I know people like, Oh, it's only nine food processing facilities out of the 36,000. But it just so happens to be like the largest in the state, the largest in the state, the largest of its kind, the largest of its kind. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like it was just like a packaging plant, but it's the, the largest potato harvesting plant in Maine. You know, the largest uh, chicken farm in Idaho. It's it's only thirty six thousand chickens. No, no, it's it's we're in the tens of millions of chickens that have been culled because of this bird flu. I was just talking about one, one instance. Well, there was six million culled in one in one place. Uh, it was last week. I forgot where it was. Or the week before last. Yeah, it was six million in one. An actual shower. Oh, oh god. Oh god. An actual chicken holocaust. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, let's get out of here before we start debating the chicken holocaust. How many, you know, like the... Uh, <laughs> what color? Uh, what we color were the eggshells? What color were the actual eggshells? Anyways. 
Um, <laughs> uh, before we do get out of here, just thank you everybody for donating on the show. Uh, did really scratch off. So everybody got them. That's awesome. Um, you can donate as well, even when we're not doing a live stream. Um, so just go to our live stream page here, go to the gold pills section and you can give any time. Thank you guys very much. Um, this really helps us with our RSS getting back <laughs> and our website yes. redesign and more content. Yes. Uh, speaking of more content, there will be probably right after this dropped a campfire episode with our good buddy, Fash Gordon be out this week. And we're going to have a Friday the 13th episode for you this week because it's Friday the 13th. And that one will be live, won't it? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we we'll might. See. I don't know. It's like live streams are fun. We might do a, a Friday night live stream Friday night where we get uh, air quotes callers. You know, maybe we'll get a couple people to drop in or something. I don't know. We'll see. You all will know. You all will know. Dogbot will not be joining us for the Friday the 13th show. Uh, going on a walkabout. It's all right. Understand noise. Yeah. Yep. Don't forget your knife. Uh, I will not. Right. As a matter of fact, I will not be forgetting my knife or yes. my machete. Right. You won't basically won't be lacking. Make sure you're not. No, yeah. uh, I, I'm a little annoyed. I don't have a, uh, a long stick, but I will find something suitable. Before. Do you ha but do you, you have a didgeridoo? Do you have a didgeridoo? Uh, no, but I, I can't do the circular the circular breathing to do the didgeridoo. Oh, really? No. Oh man. Oh. No, it takes a lot it takes a lot of practice to get to get one of those things. Not really. Going. No, my my old roommate had one that's actually. And maybe they they got mad at me cuz I was good at it right away. Sure <laughs> you were. You're, like everything you've done. No, dude. Like didgeridoo like it's not that hard. I played wood I played woodwind instruments in high school. I played saxophone and well, Trump is not really woodwind, but that, that too. But I played sax. Okay. So I just I'd like to see I'd, I'd like to see you try to play didgeridoo right now. Now we need we need a saxophone paranormies theme. How about how about I bring my at least I bring my Aztec death whistle. There yeah, definitely bring your Aztec death whistle. That is find find the perfectly circular clearing in the woods where nothing grows stand right in the middle of it at night and blow that sucker make sure yeah well you're gonna be wearing bright clothing in a boulder field right guys i gotta go all right well we're gonna get out of here uh there will be a necronormicon on the podcast part of this not on the live stream so you guys on the live stream tonight that wanted to hear what uh reinhardt is reading this week you will have to check out the podcast tomorrow on Paranormies.com and over on Telegram. All right. We will see you this weekend. Later. Time travel makes you gay. The ancient giants who ruled America. The Missing Skeletons and the Great Smithsonian Cover-Up. By Richard J. Dewhurst. Chapter 4. Copper-Crowned Kings and pearl-bedecked queens. It is natural for human beings to link size and power with elevated status. In the legends of giants that have arisen in various parts of the world, giants are often depicted as gods and kings, so it is not surprising that the remains of giants found in America are accompanied by signs of royalty, such as copper crowns and other regalia like pearl robes and mica ornaments. 
as well as being found in ritualistic burial patterns and settings. The kings are often found buried standing up, surrounded by four megalithic slabs of stone. Sometimes kings and queens are buried in stone sarcophagi, and, mummif and mummification dating to 8000 BC has also been scientifically confirmed. The Smithsonian is front and center in this account from 1884 of the discovery of a royal burial in Georgia. Athens, Georgia Banner, May 6, 1884. Mr. J.B. Toomer yesterday received a letter from Mr. Hazelton, who was on a visit to Cartersville. The letter contained several beads made of stone and gave an interesting account of the opening of a large Indian mound near that town by a committee of scientists sent out from the Smithsonian Institution. After removing the dirt for some distance, a layer of large flagstones was found, which had evidently been dressed by hand, and showed that the men who quarried this rock understood their business. The stones were removed when in a kind of vault beneath them, the skeleton of a giant who measured seven feet two inches, was found. His hair was coarse and jet black and hung to his waist, the brow being ornamented with a copper crown. The skeleton was remarkably well-preserved and taken from the vault intact. Near the skeleton were found the bodies of several small children of various sizes. The remains of the latter were covered with beads, made of bone of some kind. Upon removing these, the bodies were found to be encased in a network made of straw or reed, and beneath this was the covering of an animal of some kind. In fact, the bodies had been prepared somewhat after the manner of mummies, and will doubtless throw new light on the history of the people who raised the mounds. Upon the stones that covered the vault were carved inscriptions, which, if deciphered, will probably lift the veil that has enshrouded the history of the race of giants that undoubtedly at one time inhabited the continent. All the relics were carefully packed and sent to the Smithsonian Institution, and are said to be the most interesting collection ever found in America. The explorers are now at work on a mound in Barlow County, and before their return home will visit various sections of Georgia, where antiquities are found. On the Oconee River, in Greene County, just above Powell's Mills are several mounds one of them very tall and precipitous. The Incredible Pearls of Ohio's Royal Giants Ohio mound builder grave sites are notable for fabulous caches of freshwater pearls found in the burials. Oakland Tribune, December 10th, 1925 Surrounded by bushels of pearls, some of them as large as hickory nuts, Skeletons, believed to be from a royal family of the prehistoric mound builders, have been dug up out of the largest of the Great Save group of mounds not far from Chillicothe, Ohio. That ancient mound is 680 feet long, 160 feet wide, and 28 feet high. Archaeologists have undertaken the task of exploring it by excavation. It is estimated that the skeletons may be anywhere from 1,000 to 2,000 years old. Two of them wore copper helmets, and one of the skulls was provided with a copper nose. In what is now Ohio, long before Columbus discovered America, 
pearl fishing was an important industry. The streams of that region were full of pearl-bearing mussels, and aboriginal chieftains of the Miami and Scioto Valleys possessed collections of pearls which might have well been envied by European princes and potentates. In one Ohio mound a few years ago were found enough pearls to fill a gallon measure in size from a millet seed to two-thirds of an inch in diameter. There may have been many such finds, one mound yielding two bushels of pearls. From another, 500,000 were obtained. Unfortunately, these pearls have no present value. They were buried with the chieftains who owned them, or thrown into altar fires so that they either decayed or burned. In some instances, they have been found cemented together in masses by water percolating through the soil. An occasional specimen of a large size has been salvaged by peeling off the outer coats, a pearl being formed in layers like an onion. Evidence of the great antiquity of the Ohio mounds is afforded by the fact that they contain no buffalo bones. This seems to prove that at the time of their construction, the buffalo had not extended its range as far east as Ohio. World's Fair Dig leads to Giant Monarch. Centralia, Ohio Enterprise, November 21st, 1891. Chillicothe, Ohio. Warren K. Moorhead and Dr. Cresson, who have been prosecuting excavations here for the past two months in the interest of the World's Fair, have just made one of the richest finds of the century in the way of prehistoric remains. Those gentlemen have confined their excavation to the Hopewell Farm, seven miles from here, upon which are located some twenty-odd Indian mounds. On Saturday, they were at work on a mound five hundred feet long, two hundred feet wide, and twenty-eight feet high. At the depths of 14 feet, near the center of the mound, they exhumed the massive skeleton of a man encased in copper armor. The head was covered in an oval-shaped copper cap, the jaws had copper moldings, and the arms were dressed in copper, while copper plates covered the chest and stomach on each side of the head. On protruding sticks were wooden antlers, ornamented with copper. The mouth was stuffed with genuine pearls of immense size, but much decayed, and around the neck was a necklace of bear's teeth set with pearls. At the side of the male skeleton was also found a female skeleton, the two being supposed to be man and wife. Mr. Moorhead and Mr. Cresson believe they have at last found the king of the mound builders. <laughs> 